Welcome to Causing the Effect, where we will connect and change the mind and body. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Causing the Effect. Thank you so much for uh, joining me here to start your week, Monday morning, February 8th. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, You know, thank you guys so much for the support. We are getting there. Uh, It's pretty exciting. Thank you for that. Uh, If you can just keep the love going, um, leave a like, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Um, I keep saying that. That's really the the best way to... uh, That seems to be working here. And uh, new people that are coming from uh, the Instagram promotions, how we doing? I'm Scott Cazzoli. I will be your host. I am just trying to uh, raise a little bit of awareness here in aspects of a life maybe people aren't completely... Um, you know, known to or even aware of what's going on. So, um, you know, if you're listening, if you're one of the long-time listeners, what's up? One of the new-time listeners, how we doing? Welcome. Uh, Monday episodes are focused on hitting something, you know, typically they're related to psychology, but anything related to the mind or that I'm dealing with. And then Thursday's episodes, we hit uh, fitness, a um, little bit of nutrition work. Um, next week, we'll be having Dr. Rob Bell on, um, author, uh, coach, uh, pretty interesting guy. I'm actually finishing up his book now, uh, Puke and Rally. Pretty excited to uh, have him on. So uh, leave a like, review, subscribe, all that stuff, um, and let's get into this. So what I'm going to talk about today I think is just prevalent, particularly for people uh, who are listeners of my podcast and just people that you know tend to be maybe a little bit more um, into the community and trying to make people happy and, you know, just uh, more emotionally intelligent, I would say. Um, and that's, you know, what I want to talk about today is really trying to deal with um, controlling personalities. So uh, I have a couple of those in my life, and uh, it's been a struggle for me, honestly, in the last couple of months. But um, I've been digging in on it, figured I would just share this with you guys, because through email and, you know, uh, just uh, the listeners, it seems, you know, a lot of people care about the things that we talk about are very much um, people who really have a lot of love to give and have that high um, that high influence rating, that high emotional rating. Um, that you know you could end up being controlled, and you're really trying to figure out how to get out of it when you're just not that way. For me, I'm very um, I was a controlling person um, in my early twenties, and you know, control freak. I'm still a little bit, but just with times, um, people showing up, but, uh, I'm going to talk about it and check out episode 27. I think I did with just letting go of control and anxiety. So more from the perspective of the controller of uh, this one, I'm really trying to take it from the perspective of somebody being controlled. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit just about, you know, we're going to first understand these people. Um, and, and I think that will just help grow a little bit of compassion. Um, and then we're going to get into, you know, the reasons you know, really what, what a controlling personality is. We're going to talk about, you know, how to identify it. And then I'm going to break it down, how to deal with that in your everyday life, whether it be somebody in your family, whether it be um, from a parenting aspect. Because um, definitely my mom controlled the shit. I mean, at least tried. But uh, we'll just kind of take it as we go here. So here we go. So I think, like I mentioned briefly, um, understanding controlling people is a key. Right, there are a few um, explanations for controlling behavior, 
And I think understanding why a person wants to maintain control over a situation is important. Usually, it's going to be related to anxiety or insecurity, right? So controlling behavior is often the result of fear or insecurity on part of the per- of the controller, right? Despite, um, you know, that image of strength and confidence that this person is definitely going to project. So typically, they are going to be these people that type A personality is very heavy and, um, you know, just understanding where they're coming from, even though they look like they're this person that's filled with confidence and strength and XYZ and they're running the show and could be your boss, could be your mother, could be your spouse, whatever. Um, it's good to know that they're, they're dealing with something. There's a problem there, right? Um, another option could be high, you know, just anxiety. Um, you know, a person who's leading the organization or, um, you know, is the leader, you know, for me, I am a person who's planned, uh, who has their day planned out minute by minute. Um, and that is kind of a function of anxiety, right? But, um, some people overdo it, right? And you could use this as a coping mechanism to, uh, create kind of, you know, safety and control in their mind, right? Instead of concerning about, you know, do this, do that, um, and just, it's easier to be the one in charge, right? Um, it serves these people more by allowing them more control over the little details, uh, which is interesting. Um, could be low self-esteem, right? A controlling person um, could just be, you know, not think highly of themselves. Maybe he or she was uh, went through something that affected this kind of lasting trauma, and um, now they're trying to control everything else, right? Uh, so those are just a couple of... Um, you know, things that I think just by understanding this, it does make it uh, less frustrating for, for us. And even for me, um, you know, I won't get into too, too much detail on who or what besides my mom, who uh, I'll talk about parenting from it. But you, I think it's important to really get inside the mind of a controlling person. So we're going to keep digging deeper here. So, you know, looking at the the data that I was kind of just trying to compare, what is the difference between somebody who's controlling and your best friend? Right, and it really turns out that you know a bully and a best friend are very are much more alike than they are different, right? They, both of these people want um want something, and they both do whatever they need to get whatever they want. You know, this is like an ongoing process, making that outside external world match the internal ideas um, for that person. So while the way that people go about their business is really identical, right? A lot of people. Um, you know, want the same goals, but the the way that they spend their time getting there is very different, right? So the 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 way a bully or a boss um, tend to involve seeing other people from their perspective is um, acting in a in a particular way, right? These people are focusing on specifics. They focus on the other person's behavior. They, they have a particular view of how things should happen, and they're going to do whatever it takes. Um, whatever they need to make sure that the events that they see in their brain are unfolding in the way that they want it. Because if it doesn't go by, you know, if step two doesn't go the way they planned it, we can't have that uncertainty. And uncertainty is the un- underlying thing, I think, that is, you know, all those various issues that we mentioned earlier, it's really going to be all uncertainty. And if, if, if uh, with controlling people, it seems that they really need to be certain. 
And um, I'm sure you've heard me talk about this a little bit. I'm a person who really does like uncertainty, but again, you have to come back to a balance and want a little bit of certainty in your life and a little bit of uncertainty. And if you expect everybody to do everything you want every single way, it's going to end to a bad outcome. Your friend, on the other hand, um, isn't a controlling person, right? That's why they're your friend, right? The difference is that their particular view um, is not so much what or how you as a friend should behave, right? They might have views about themselves, um, about how they should behave. For example, I know how I should behave. I have a high moral code for myself, but I really don't. I'm not too focused on the outcome um, of someone else's life, right? And really, I think that is the difference here, right? Both the bully and your best friend care about the outcome, the, the same, right? But the bully has this definite, fixed idea about how the outcome will be achieved. Whereas your best friend, you know, the outcome will be firmly in sight, but you have to recognize, and if you're somebody who's figuring this out, well, maybe I'm controlling, hey, I'll try to help you out here. Um, But, you know, you have to recognize there are many different ways to get to the end destination. So, you know, controlling people, I really appreciate, and there's a lot of people that, um, you know, my mother, for one, showed me um, how to work hard, kind of, you know, get the repetitions out, you got to put in that time, all that stuff. Um, a lot of goals, a lot of ideas, a lot of expectations, outcome standards, a lot of, but that, that should, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. You know, those, those people who could be overbearing tend to go about the, you know, I'm going to put this in parentheses, the right way for us to act or speak. You know, um, if, uh, if you have a boss who isn't really focused on the same path as you. I, I don't think that's a, that's the worst thing as long as you get to where you want to be. And I think that's how you, you know if you have a good manager or not, right? Okay, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to to this point, but you, you have some flexibility to get there, right? Um and as a person who does not deal with getting controlled very well, it, it just freaks me out. Um because you know, I see it from both both sides. I, I was both people, right? The people we typically think of as non-controlling are still controllers, right? The, back to the, this friend thing, um, you know, my friend does want a particular outcome. Me, even me, from the perspective of the friend, I do. I'm a. I want to hit all my goals and do all this and that. But, you know, I think uh, being more relaxed about it in the way the result is achieved is the key. So just understand this simple concept that it's okay um, if, you know, your your boss is, is bothering you, your spouse is bothering you. It's just, it's just they're, it's more on them, right? You know, I think the people who seem to intuitively appreciate the final destination and enjoy the journey, right? That's the whole point of, of, of what we do, right? It's, um you know, it's not really... It's about enjoying the actions that are required to get you to where you're trying to be, right? So a little bit of, you know, cool there now. Now, what causes the controlling personality? Now, the controlling personality really is going to control every detail um, and dominate on every aspect of your life. And that could be, you know, it's a lot for some people. 
Um, some of these people could criticize you when you wish to take a stand on your own if you're overprotective. Some, you know, jealousy in relationships. Um, I was that jealous person, so I dealt with that on my end. Um, even people could be too caring, right? And, um, you know, then they expect that back. So it's, you know, it's it's a lot of different ways this comes out. But if you feel somebody's a control freak, then, you know, this is the, the start. And I think even dealing with a person like this is nerve-wracking in itself. So, you know, you have to, again, dig deeper. What did this person go through? That the, the reason why each and every person grows out to be the way the person is is because of... <clears throat> how he or she is brought up in the past. So it really could have, they could have went through something. They could have developed this controlling behavior if they themselves were being controlled in the past. They could have went through something really traumatic. Um, they could have had a heavy loss or hurt in the past. And these are things just understanding, coming from a place of compassion for these people instead of going anger. For me, I always turn on that anger switch. Um, and you're, it's not going to get you anywhere. What is the point of being angry at the person trying to control you? You know, they, they can't. I think that that's the, the big thing I've realized this week. Um, I've been dealing with something like that. It's just this person, no matter what they do, they're trying to control and dominate me. It's not going to happen, right? Um, you got to, you know, and then that, that as being a, the person being controlled, you're going to maybe have to eat that ego a little bit, eat that that pride you have, the so-called pride, whatever pride is anyway. Um, you know, th there's no need to um, let that person try to bother you because it's just going to continue this kind of vicious cycle. So if, if you observe, observe any of these characteristics in someone, just understand there's a reason behind it. You're going to find out what it is. You're going to try to maybe even help. And um, I think from my understanding, it just depends where you catch somebody on the scale. If they're in their younger ages, you know, they've been, you know, there could still be an opportunity to kind of change that subconscious 20 to 30. If you're a young person who's controlling, you definitely change it. I did. Um, but if somebody's older, it's diminishing the chance of that person changing. I'll tell you that much, you know, but, uh, we'll, I'll try to give you some tips on how to handle this. And, uh, you know, even for me, this is, this is going to be tough. So remember, keep in mind, this could be in any way, shape or form from parents to bosses to your spouse. I personally, have been surrounded by a controlling person in every aspect of these. So it's um, an, an interesting thing. But, you know, for example, like parents who are very um, controlling. There's two different types of types of control from a, um, from a behavior standpoint. If you're a parent listening to this, I think this is important. And I could talk about this one, you know, on two different levels. So there is two different types of control, how you can control your kid, behavioral or psychological. Now, it's been shown through the meta-analyses that there are tremendous psychological effects of controlling parents. Parents who are trying to control the behavior of their children um, does hinder the confidence of them, right? The excessive parental assistance during tasks and interrupting a child's problem-solving um, communication skills, they, they, you know, that's going to create low self-esteem, right? If you're um, less regulated, you're going to be higher in acting out and then lower in the academic achievements. So many psychologists believe that the psychological control could be even more damaging 
right? Because, um, you know, it comes down to you being compliant. This is something I dealt with. Shout out to Carolyn, my mom, where she's gotten better, but I had to kind of break her through her, her way, you know, it was her way or the highway, right? Um, and it's, it's difficult when you're from a child's perspective, because you just want to make that person happy, right? All you want to do is make, make your, 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 your mom or dad proud. But if you're, if you're, you know, your goals or your feelings don't line up with what they want. You know, my mom wanted me to be a accountant or a hedge fund guy. My mom still thinks I'm going to go back and be a lawyer. Cat's it's not happening. Sorry. But um, the, it, it's shown that the, the parents who have that most, that, that, that high, um, you know, that really high level of control on the psychological side obviously affects it for, it, dep- it depends, right? Um, it, it actually, you know, for a parent who's too on, on top of it, you end up kind of not giving enough responsibility for the child and not letting them kind of grow out who they're meant to be. So they're going to keep relying on you. It's good for the parent for a certain amount of time, but, um, you know, it's that story of, uh, you know, there, there's a reason why every, um, you know, all these, there, there are a couple Disney movies, The Wicked Witch of the West, all these bad characters are um, women trying to control somebody. That is a, kind of like a metaphor for um, the controlling mother who doesn't let the, the son or the daughter go out and spread the wings. But luckily, there are ways to deal with this, right? So the first thing that I think we understand by by, by, by this point is that, you know, understand what they're going through, compassion, all that stuff. But, you know, you're going to have to uh, understand the patterns of this behavior, right? Um, it's pretty easy, honestly. I've done this with most people, and I see the, the the responses, the reactions, and it's just kind of a game for me now at this point. But, um, you know, you don't have to... I, I, I try to, to not think about it too much and you know, they, they, the, the controller doesn't even really realize, but they want you to, to give in to the kind of game that's being played. So it's better to ignore, walk away, the controller's going to seek out this information or this or that. Um, and instead of just indulging in this, it's better, okay, this is what's happening. I'm going to ignore it, walk away. You could distract or change the subject or ask a question, right? I think by asking a question, it's good to let the controller understand these kind of shades of gray that the issue could be without just kind of blasting it at them. You know, a question could reinforce your concept, could reinforce their concept, could make another option available. Um, just applying logic in a, in a way, um, you know, counteracting the, um, the control with just, oh, is this the best way to do it? You know, um, I think stepping up and, and making it known that there is a little bit of a problem here. You know, the controller could, you know, freak out, I would say, or, you know, not take that well, but it's good to at least step up for yourself in a little bit. Not with anger, not with, you know, this hard passion, but it's good just to let them understand this is something I'm, I have a problem with, this confrontation and trying to, to speak about it, right? Um... But asking those questions, voicing your opinions, you know, the arguing, I don't think there's any real answer to that, right? But, um, you know, 
there's a lot of different ways of being controlled. And I think if you're somebody who, you know, doesn't just, you don't know why people do this. It's not, it's, it's nothing to do with you, right? It's nothing to do with, um, you know, something you're doing or, you know, living your life as being a controlled person of them is just not the best way to do it. So take, try to take a positive approach. You're never going to win an argument with these people. Um, you're just going to prolong the battle. So you can try to influence the agreement. You can try to play to your strengths. You could try to, you know, just understand. And that's why I keep saying understanding, awareness. The whole point of this podcast is to do that. Um, and I think that's the best way to do it. And if you're somebody that has to deal with this in a relationship, you know, I'll just tell you from my experience that when you get deeper into it, marriage, and that it's just going to become worse. So um, I hope this one helped. You know, we'll cut it here. How long have I been blathering for? 21 minutes. Jesus Christ. All right, cool. Um, I enjoy talking about this. Let me know what you guys thought of this one. Uh, so you can always send me an email. I always appreciate chatting with you guys. Causing the effect podcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, shout out to our partners, um, you know, backed by nature. Just uh, check them out, backbynature.org. Um, you can get all your hiking apparel, that, you know, cool organic gear. I was actually, uh, I went for a hike last week in the Poconos and, um, you know, checked out just, you know, just a sweater or something cool. They have some cool designs. Check that out. Uh, that's it. Leave a like, review, subscribe, all that stuff. I look forward to hearing from you guys. As always, stay safe, stay positive, stay blessed. Bye-bye.